everyone, welcome back to Brain Bombing, the daily podcast journal of me, a confused 23-year-old trying to piece together self-identity and what life is really about. And hopefully you join me in this journey and learn something new about yourself. And like I like to say, self-reflection is king here. And today's pernal revolves around my chameleon ways. And as, as I reflected on on my behavior and how I adapt, I start to realize that I don't enjoy that behavior and the habits I have when I meet new people. And so let's backtrack a little bit. And when I reconnected with my friend from high school, my best friend from high school, we started discussing our time in high school and how we felt about it and just analyzing it a little bit more. And it was interesting because he brought up that he was a little bit jealous that I was a chameleon, that I was able to enter a variety of social groups and thrive in them or succeed in them and not be kicked out or thought of weird. And I could just adapt very easily. And at the time, I was proud of that as well. But now I just, I don't feel so good about it. So I, I did some research online about just kind of identity and why we switch identity and i ran into a man named charles cooley who is a renowned sociologist he has since passed and he taught many years at the university of michigan in ann arbor and he has a really interesting theory called the looking glass self this is kind of the idea of our perceptions of how we are perceived by others and in his this looking glass self theory there's three major components to it or kind of steps to it. First, we construct and imagine how we as people and behaviors might appear to others. Second, we imagine how they must evaluate us based on their observations of us. So we begin to think, you know, what did they think about how I danced at the at the prom or how did they what did they think of my joke? You know, kind of start dissecting what they what they thought of us and what they must be thinking of us from the actions or representations or things we said in the moment or in the past and then we begin to develop feelings of ourself based on our impressions of their evaluations and observations so i'm funny or i'm a bad person or i'm sad i'm angry i mean you begin to kind of label yourself on what their ideas were right like if you did something stupid and people kind of reacted in a poor way, you might begin to feel like you're a stupid person. So Cooley believed that we're not influenced solely on opinion, but instead we are influenced by what we imagine, what other opinions of other people are. So that's really trippy. Basically, we are shaping a lot of our personality by drawing thoughts of what we think other people are thinking. Like people don't say stuff. We just kind of assume, right? We from actions or maybe some type of gesture they made. And then from there, we start creating ideas of their ideas without even knowing. And that's really trippy. It's really weird. And I don't know if I explained that perfectly. But basically, I think we all as people know that we are being judged one way or another when we are doing actions right we we know that people are thinking so when we interact with them they must be thinking about us because that is what is in their present moment and so we begin to analyze was that interaction good bad and what are what are they thinking of us and from those interactions negative and good we start to shape uh from that feedback who we are as people and as i read more about this theory it really started boggling my mind because i feel like i've used this theory in my life without knowing it and maybe not 
wanting to use it, but I, I've lived by this theory. I've lived by the mirror. Like I said, my entire life I've known people judge and you're kind of taught at an early age that first impressions matter so much. Like always be ready to impress. It's those first seconds that count. And here again in my life and my identity of wanting to be loved, accepted, liked has played such a key role in molding my early age. I've noticed where because I knew first impressions mattered and what people thought of you mattered and kind of this idea that your interactions with them are so important, especially at the early stages and all that mixed together, right? That being wanting to be cared for and desired and the idea of, of people processing you and their thoughts played a huge role in my life and not such a good one now that I reflect on it. So the strategy I de developed is that when I meet new people, and even now I need to work on it because when I meet new people, I catch myself doing this, but definitely through middle school, high school, early parts of college, I realized that I'm quiet. I'm reserved. Basically, I put on a poker face. So the person I'm interacting with can't get any impression or thought of me, right? They, they'll leave our interactions and their thoughts won't be good or they won't be bad. But the entire time we, I'm interacting with these people, I'm listening. I'm very focused. I'm asking questions. And what I'm doing is that I'm getting a map sketched out of this person, their beliefs, their feelings, their likes, their dislikes. I'm getting information of who this person is. And at the same time, by asking questions and letting them do all the speaking, I'm not giving anything out about myself. I'm not risking any thought or opinion they could have on me because they know nothing about me. And so depending on the person, the situation, there's enough time passes where I begin to feel comfortable and I really begin to grasp who a person is. And so that's where I connect a lot with the, the mirror part of this theory where it's easy for me then to become a mirror. Literally, I will just begin to reflect back your opinions, your likes, your dislikes. And I won't disagree with anything you say. You like baseball? I love baseball. You like punk rock music? I love punk rock music. But it would get worse, right? Some people would say, I think that death penalty is amazing. We should put everybody down or abortion. Very controversial topics, right? And I'm not telling you where I saw it, but I'm just telling you that I would agree with them. Even if I didn't, I would just reflect that and sometimes even hype that idea more. So they were like, wow, this person's really passionate about what I like. And I knew that would connect us since we like what is similar, right? We we don't enjoy what's different. We feel comfortable in, in the stuff and the people that are like us because we understand that we understand us. And so many times in my life, I was confronted with people who expressed very intense opinions and thoughts that landed on very, how do I say this? Very extreme, very polarizing sides of the world. And it made me uncomfortable. And I, I and a lot of times I didn't like it or I wanted to say something. I wanted to speak up. I wanted to say how I felt. But then the, the theory kicks in again, where the fear of being perceived as dumb, annoying, clueless, an enemy, any of those actions that I would take that would lead to those perceptions always outweighed my need to express myself. So at the end of the day, most of my life has been, if you liked me, I did not care how you behaved or your opinion. I felt like in their minds, they thought I was an awesome person and that brought me joy. The outer world or the experience of it or who I was as a person didn't matter. Just the thought, and that's just crazy if you think about it. I was drawing joy from the idea that in someone's head, I was a cool person. I didn't even know truly. Maybe I did something in that first couple seconds we talked that made made them dislike me a lot, but it didn't matter to me. I, I kind of fed myself that. And so as I prepared for this podcast and I reflected about being a copying machine, a mirror of thoughts and opinions, I began to feel depressed. I allowed, you no, know, I built a sanctuary where 
people's thoughts of who I am flourished. Almost like an invasive species, they took over my mind quickly. My actions and relationships were not me. They were just versions of another person I thought the people around me would like. And I'm just tired because I want to be the weird, loud, funky person I know I am. I want to be free to be who I am. I want to be at peace that people dislike me, that people will be mean, that people will try to tear me down and rebuild me in their image of good. But as I move forward in my journey of self-acceptance and self-expression, I need to find a balance. I don't want to be a mirror. But I also don't want to be a boulder, a person who won't listen, change, or grow because they feel like who they are is perfect and any questioning of that is immediately wrong since their beliefs, thoughts, and actions are so great and so aligned with who they are. How can anything else be right? No. I want to be a sequoia tree, firm and in touch with my roots but continuously growing my branches towards the sky, understanding that the world is complicated and ever-changing and so should I. And now let's move towards the questions of the day which are gonna be, how have your thoughts of how other people perceive you impacted you and how can you work on not allowing yourself to get sucked into the world of thinking about what others are thinking when you won't ever know it's it's a weird dimensional world to be in and as well how can you find more balance in your world where you're not either a mirror or a boulder you're not always reflecting or you decide you're not always changing allow yourself to grow and listen to the other sides of what people might have to say please send me your thoughts ideas questions at questions for the brain at gmail.com or find me on facebook at brain vomit or on twitter at brain vomit too like always have a wonderful day peace